When I became a grandparent, I realized there was a part of my heart that I had never known. I thought my heart was already full. Wasn't I surprised when I embraced the joy of being a grandparent and could love in a greater capacity? And I longed to have the same relationship with my grandchildren when they turned into teens, a time that most adolescents pass on their grandparents. The reason grandparents are living longer these days is because they're needed in the lives of their teen grandchildren to offer wisdom, to give encouragement, and to help them make it through those oftentimes troublesome adolescent years. The Grandparenting Small Group Curriculum, Leaving a Legacy of Hope, is a perfect set of lessons for those grandparents who want to remain engaged in the life of their teen grandchildren. Filmed at Amy Grant's farm in Franklin, Tennessee, this small group series is one of my favorite as I share insights and wisdom about the role of grandparents and how they can connect and make some memories before they lose theirs. Ten lessons, complete with a book of the same title, this series is a must for any small group of folks over the age of 45. Great material, thought-provoking ideas, with plenty of time for beneficial discussion. You can find this Leaving a Legacy of Hope curriculum series at www.grandparentingteens.com. That's grandparentingteens.com. Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you as a parent gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard dive into a topic that will challenge, encourage, and inspire you as you parent your teen. Let's listen in. Mark, let's talk about the mundane moments of adolescence. What do you mean by the mundane moments? The mundane moments. That's when things are a little bit boring, when you don't have something planned. You know, I I think this is the time that, that kids really observe us. It's not when everything's planned and when we're doing things and we're active. It's when we're slowed down and relaxed and and they get to see the real us. You know, the uh, wisdom is the principles of right living. It, it's transferred through observation, reflection, and experience. That which I see, that which I uh, reflect on and think about, and, and that which I really experience. There's an old saying that says the moods of a lifetime are often set in the all but forgotten experiences hmm. of childhood. That's true. Well, yeah. you, you know how many days adolescents is that you will have your child home, you know, during 13 and 18, 2,200 days. You've added them up? That's right. Now take <laughs> off those days that they'll be spending it somewhere else. So they'll be off on a trip. Take off those days that, that you're not going to spend any time with them because you'll be gone. Man. And what you find is that you have very little time to influence your child. And if you're so activity packed, they will never have the opportunity to experience wisdom from you by what they see and what they reflect on. And so you've got to take advantage of those downtimes as well. Mark, it is true as we look back on life, it's not necessarily all the high moments, all the big things. It's the little things. And when things go wrong in a family, that's, that's what right. we remember too. That's right. It? You know, it's interesting. I've done about 400 weddings of kids and I and I sit at these uh, 
rehearsals and everybody gets up front and starts making comments. I've never, I've never heard a, a groom get up front and say, I remember when my dad said, <laughs> or, I, or, or a, a bride, I remember when my mom said. Mm-hmm. They don't remember what we say. They remember what they experience, yes. And and it's usually in those times that it's it's a little calm. And I and I'm not so sure that parents really understand that those calm times, those mundane moments of of adolescence, are times that really have an impact on kids. I, I worked for a Methodist church in my early days of of youth ministry. Uh, this fellow's name was Dr. Bill Thomas. He was the pastor of First Methodist Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he always told the story about a fellow named Brooke Adams, who was an English writer. And Brooke Adams always said uh, and mentioned this one day that he went fishing with his father, and he said it was the most wonderful day of his life. And he always referred back to that day that he spent with his dad. And uh, I mean, this was back in the 1800s. And so some curious fella decided to go back and look at his dad's journal. And his dad's name is Charles Francis Adams. He was an English politician. And they looked in his journal. And what he entered on the same day that his son Brooke had written, that it was a wonderful day. He said, I went fishing with my son today. Another day wasted. I think parents don't understand how impactful some of your days are in the downtime, in the mundane events of life, how they really get to see the true you. And the tendency is we fill it up or everybody goes their separate ways, and you never have the opportunity to spend some of this downtime together, these mundane moments. And so that's what we're saying is we spend a lot of time in the middle. There are high points, memorable occasions, and unforgettable events. And there are some seasons of struggle and points of conflict and pain. But for the most part, life is lived in the everyday. Right in the middle of all that. What I call yeah. the muddle in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we need to think about these mundane moments with our kids and adolescents and take advantage of them. Yeah, I think of those, uh, those car conversations, all those years of driving kids to school and carpools, you know. Yeah. And just little conversations daily. They, they add up and they're important moments. That's right. You know, and the tendency is we say, okay, well, let's, let's listen to the radio or, or, or let's do something that, that, that fills the void. And I think those are the opportunities that kids want to hear from us and say, well, hey, Dad, what do you think? Or, hey, Mom, what do you think? I think those are missing. And when we don't provide those opportunities or take advantage of the opportunities that God has given us, then our child will look for wisdom Hmm. elsewhere. I may never say this again, but turn the radio off once in a while. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, from a radio guy that spent his time, you're telling people to turn the radio off. It's an important lesson. Profound conversations are often buried in a sea of just every day. That's right. You know, being present with your kids will lead to a lot of inconsequential conversations about friends and TV and Facebook and texting and the new app and schoolwork. And you'll hear all this junk that, that you go, I'd really rather not deal with all this stuff or know about all this stuff. But what will happen is you'll find that you keep those communication lines open. Someday, at some point, your child will ask you one of those gripping questions. Mm -hmm. Hey, Dad, tell me about sex before marriage. Hey, Mm -hmm. Dad, what do you think about the legalization of marijuana? Hey, Dad, hey, how do you really think about this stuff about homosexuality? Those are times you're looking for, and if you don't have the mundane moments and take advantage of them, you'll never have the opportunities for those important conversations that your kids will remember for a lifetime. And the question may not be that overt. 
it, that's right. You may pick up on a clue that that's what they're really wanting to know, but they're just too shy to ask about that's it. That's right. So and you've so, got to be clued into those moments. That's right. You've got to say you're worthy to spend time with, even when we have it planned, but also during the down times, during this lousy time. So let's go do something. Let's go get some ice cream. Let's go uh, play basketball. Let's uh, run into town. Let's go to a, a gun show. Let's go to a, a movie show. Let's go to a, you know, you just do something to fill that time, hoping to create the opportunity for conversation. Because the teen is always watching, always learning, whether we think about it or not. That's it, it's right. happening, isn't that, it? That's right. You know what? You know, I've always said this, that, that, that we spend so much of our time teaching kids that we've got to move into the training during their adolescent years. Well, the difference is that, that, that teaching has more to do with information. Training has more to do with wisdom that comes during those adolescent years. But here's the thing. The Christian life is more caught during adolescent years than it is taught in the preteen years. And so it's caught. I mean, what they see. And so if all they see is activity all the time, they never see how you really live your life except when you're on stage. And so it's saying during the times that you're not on stage, that things aren't scheduled out and you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, whether at work or anywhere else, what does your child see in those moments? Hmm. What causes them to go, I want to be like dad. I want to be like mom. I want to be something different. And if we can't schedule those downtimes, let's make sure that we at least recognize them when they happen spontaneously. That's right. And take advantage of them. That's right. And 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 kind of stop yourself and go back to it. I mean, I think I think somewhere along the line you go, uh, wait a minute, I'm going to miss something here if I leave. Mm. And you may be bored to death with the movie that you're watching mm-hmm. with them. But it may be a great opportunity that they're feeling like Dad really likes spending time with us. It doesn't always have to be real serious, does it? It doesn't. You know, I, I think most of the time that we spend with our kids needs to be joyful and full of laughter. And so ways to do that, I mean, I think laughter is another form of worship about uh, giving thanks for the great relationships that God has given us. And so somewhere it's saying spend some time in that downtime. Let it be a great place for fun. Out of nowhere, let things come up. Talk about those things that are hard to discuss in everyday conversations, but easy to discuss when we're being a little sarcastic with one another and humorous about it. When we're looking at other people and then taking those reflections and not being cutting, but using them as a springboard to dive into a deeper conversation. In your book, Tough Guys and Drama Queens, you have some conversation starters that I think are really helpful. Yeah. You know what? And parents ask me that all the time. They go, how do, how do I start these conversations? And I go, well, look in the back of this book. I've listed about 150 <laughs> questions that you can ask. Doesn't and it, work for us. What you're looking for is the opportunity for your child to hear you asking questions in hope that they will one day start asking you questions and and ask those tough questions. Mark, any scripture that comes to mind as you think about this? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Psalms 31, 14 says this, <laughs> but I trust in you, O Lord, and I say you are my God. My time, my time, my time. My mundane moments. <laughs> yeah, are in your hand. Yeah, you know, good. and I go, if it is, if God's given us our time, then let's take advantage of it. Hey, this is Mark Gregston. Let me ask you a question. What are you doing on February 18th? 
<laughs> then join Kirk Cameron and myself for a simulcast called Engage, equipping and empowering parents to raise teens in a contrary culture. If you've listened to our podcast, if you've listened to us on the radio, you know that we spend a lot of time always helping parents put some new tools in their parenting toolbox. And this event will not disappoint. It's a day-long seminar. It's on February 18th, and you can find out more about this event at Engage23.com. That's Engage23.com. I've really appreciated this focus today on the mundane moments of adolescence, uh, taking advantage of every moment we have with our Yeah, team. you know what? I, I think you can answer a lot of questions that, that parents are asking us about, but you can deal with those with your kids during those down times. And I know we have a bunch of questions that have been sent in that people are mm-hmm. asking us, and I'm, it's going to be in the context of take advantage of your time that you have with your child right. and, and work through these things. Well, let's look at a couple of these. This first one says, I'm a single mom who's been blessed with the gift of an amazing young man about to turn 15. First of all, I like the attitude already, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Uh, what words of wisdom can you offer a mom who doesn't even know what questions to ask? That's right. You know, a mom can't be a dad. A dad can't be a mom. And and so moms get somewhat lost in wanting to talk to their young men. And I go, you know, hey, buy the book, Tough Guys and Drama Queens. And I'm not pushing it because I don't benefit from the sale of it. But but you know what? There's a lot of questions in there. And it just helps you engage with your child a little bit differently to get to their heart, to get to the root of the issues and to start talking about some of the things. Start reading some of your son's magazines. Get online and ask questions, you know, questions every 15-year-old kid has. And start looking at some of the answers that other men are answering for your child. All right, this next question, I think also we can consider this in the context what we've been talking about here today, but when do we stop forcing our kids to go to church? That's right. You know, I think kids become disillusioned sometimes, but not all the time. But more importantly, I think kids need to to take on their faith as their faith and not our faith. I want to give them a choice sometime before they leave home to choose which way you should go. And so it means that I'm going to say at some point, this is your deal. You've got to make some choices. That may be 16 when they get a driver's license. It may be 17 when they're in their junior year. Or maybe, okay, during your senior year, you get to pick where you want to go. But that's one of these times that you sit down and say, hey, let's talk about church. Can we talk about that for just a minute while you're sitting around doing nothing? I just, I want you to have the opportunity to make some choices in your life, and I'd love for you to choose what you want to do. Yeah, this question illustrates why we need to take advantage of those downtimes, so to speak, because if you wait until the crisis comes up, you know, I'm not going to church this week with you. That's right. Then the conversation is much more difficult. That's right. All right, here's another question. Our teenage son is into porn. How do we handle that? You know what? That's a great question. You know, I don't know of too many men that haven't seen porn, hmm. you know, quite honestly. I, I think I, I, I'm never justifying it. I'm, I'm never applauding that. But I but I just think that men are wired differently than women. So if your son is into porn, it takes a dad or a man to sit down and talk with your son. And I think you do what Robert just said a minute ago. He said, dispel the perfection or the image that you're perfect. And it may be sitting down with the son and saying, look... I know there's 4.3 million porn sites in the world. I've seen some of them. Mm. I want to talk to you about that. What you're doing is dispelling the perfection that they may think of you, and you're 
creating an opportunity to say, let's not make a big deal out of this. Let's just talk about it one-on-one. And that may be while you're sitting on the back porch. It may be while you're, while you're driving somewhere. It's taking advantage of a mundane moment and making it into something that's important that your son, 20 years from now, will go, you know, I remember when my dad yeah. talked to me about this, hmm. and I'm so glad he did. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, you can visit parentingtodaysteens.org, heartlightministries.org, or markgregston.com. Join us back here tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.